it's Cecilia and Megan. Let us distract you while driving, cleaning, working out, or not working out. Actually, what in the dang heck? Just grab some wine and chill. It'll be like eavesdropping and a girls' night all wrapped up into one. driving to work well i just maybe you're scrubbing maybe you're channeling your inner megan and scrubbing a shower naked (laughs) while listening to what in the day heck (laughs) which is just the levels of weird get more and more yeah yeah Mm -hmm. with that story so yeah all right well today we are talking about First of all, we're going to talk about what's saving our life right now, and then we're going to get into some voicemails. Um, but before we jump into heck yes and heck no, we want to talk about Patreon because the last Patreon we just did last night, we literally made corned beef hash live. <laughs> and we had didn't you know you guys us. were going to get the cooking network up in here. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> we are channeling our inner actual Martha Stewart. Uh huh. I've been watching too much of the Great British Baking Show. Oh, I just... dude, that's one of the things that's saving my life right now. Oh, but which one—the already... juvenile one or the older one? No, the the OG one. Okay, well, I watched the whole OG one when I was postpartum with Carrie, so I had to move along to the juvenile one. But well, they have a new season out. There's only three <gasps> episodes, but I've been watching. I've been watching the Christmas ones because I'm already caught up. I love it. Because it's okay. one of those things where like you don't have to pay attention and I just yep. put it on while I'm doing yep. laundry. Yep. You don't really have to pay attention. There's no timeline to it. You can pick back up and go, oh my gosh, they're messing up their cake. I feel so bad for them. I hope they don't get like kicked off. And like you, yeah, it's great. Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. wow. Love that you said that. But yeah, yeah corned beef hash. So if you're interested in our next Patreon, it's always the second Sunday of every month mm-hmm. and it's 8.30 p.m. Eastern. Um 5 30 p.m pacific and all you do is you go to the link in our show notes and you donate whatever amount you feel comfortable with and it's just kind of like a we're going to give you this extra kind of live episode as a thank you and in turn your donation really helps us continue to put out this this yeah. podcast on a free free platform every week there you go. i will say too it's super cool because you all get to see each other's faces irl so we all get to see each other's faces and like we had a patreon a month or two ago where someone was like hey i'm moving to so-and-so and i'm like really nervous to like meet friends and make a catholic community and it was like this specific town in this specific state and we had another girl on the patreon call with us who was like hey i'm here like send me your number and we were like what it was a random town too though it was so random it wasn't like oh I'm moving to Atlanta Georgia no it was like I'm moving to Timbuktu South Carolina and it's like what are the odds I wonder if they ever got together we should ask next time yeah anyways check out our Patreon we so appreciate it and uh Megan heck yes while I take my shirt off because I'm sweating Oh, perfect. Okay. My heck yes is twofold and they're both very girly. Um, one is going dress shopping. I had to, the military ball got bumped up a month earlier, which is like not ideal. And so I had to go dress shopping and I was like, well, there's like one place in 
Auburn, Alabama that will have four length formal dresses and instillers. So I was like, all right, here we go. I tried on five dresses at the store and I left with one and I love it. And that never happens. So that's my heck yes. Because heck yes I was to Dillard's. Ex- it's always Dillard's. It is. I, I had to call Avery and was like, so what's the budget for this dress? Because I was not expecting it to be as much as it was. But he was like, I don't know, a couple hundred dollars. And I was like, my man. So we got her done. (laughs) (laughs) He had no idea. Yeah, he had no clue. Yeah. Um, He'll he'll find out. And then the other one is uh, I'm getting my hair done. Uh, This will, by the time this comes out, I've already gotten it done. But I'm getting it done this coming Thursday. We're recording on Tuesday and I'm getting it done on Thursday. Which means things, dead ends are getting chopped off because they're real bad and colors happening and what probably kind of some color? curtain bangs. I'm kidding. Oh. Um, Ooh, I've, no, done, no, no. I've done every kind of bang that existed. I have literally only done face framing and the ones that go square across your forehead. So um, pause. Avery just said he has a question for you and I. He wants two seconds. Do we do this live? Yeah. Yeah. Let's okay. do it live. Okay. All right. Hold on, we're bringing him on. <laughs> can can you hear this if I put it next to the mic? Hey, what's your oh, question? What's I, didn't need to, I didn't need to call you. I was just going to send you a video real quick for you to just send to. Okay, it, but it's for CC just, too? Yeah, but if you guys, you know, if you guys just heard the podcast, like this is a, this is like a gift kind of thing. It's not, not important at all. Well, I didn't know where it was going and our title is What in the Dang Heck. So we figured we'd what in the give dang it a heck? shot. <laughs> My bad. Thanks, love. I'll look at it later. Yeah. All right. Love you. Love you. Bye. Bye. I mean, this is really inside our lives. This is, yeah. Um, We are so off topic at this point. What's your um, yes? Thank you, Avery. My heck <laughs> yes is this lemon loaf that I've been shoving in my mouth. I literally just felt like I needed to make a lemon loaf the other day. So I did yesterday at 6am. Oh, that's really (laughs) Sometimes you wake up and you just have a feeling you need to. Why are you up at 6am by choice? I just woke up and I was like, lemon loaf. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that's what I did. And (laughs) it was good. It tastes like the Starbucks one, but the, I couldn't get the frosting to like thicken up Mm. so i need to get a different recipe for the frosting next time like the icing but yeah did it just kind of melt in yes yeah Uh well it didn't melt in it just melted over and out okay over and off (laughs) so (laughs) that was my problem um but it's very moist it has like this cream cheese like layer in it and so sorry I can't what? do cream cheese. Really? It doesn't even taste like it. You know those like pumpkin roll-ups that yeah. people will do or like Twinkies or anything? I can't. No, mm. can't. The mm. only cream cheese I can do is when it's a cold cheesecake. So it's like firm. I can't do Megan, it when it's like mushy. A Twinkie? That's not cream cheese. What is that? Like cream. Okay, but either way, that's the same Whipping texture. Cream. It's like the same kind of, it's just like. Like a custard. Yeah. yeah. No, can't mm, do it. I love a cream cheese texture. Mm. Mm. All right. So that <laughs> is talking about it. Mm. So that's my heck yes. Um, what's your heck no? Mm. My heck no is that I'm kind of bummed about soccer. It's so silly because it's literally I've only gone twice. So the first time was like, well, I'm so happy to be back at it. And then the second time was like a little bit more of a reality check. I didn't fall flat out on my face this time, but I was just kind of like, like my body has muscle memory, so it knows exactly what it wants to do, but 
my body doesn't have the same oxygen level capacity and like mm-hmm. fitness level as it used to. So they like compete against each other. Like my body's like, okay, we're going to do this now. And then my legs are like, wait, we can't, we don't have enough oxygen yet. Hold on. And then my legs feel like they're going to give out, which I've never, that's just a weird feeling. I've never had that feeling before. And then it's also hard for me because it's like, dude, you played division one soccer for four years. What are the odds? Any of these other girls played division one soccer for four years. Most of them didn't because they're all going to vet school. And so they're literally in school right now, which is when they would be playing and they're not obviously. And they could all like, they're all better than me right now. And so it's just very like humiliating a little bit. Yes. Yeah. And it's, I'm not going to stop. If anything, it's going to be a kick in the butt to like get back in shape, but it's just kind of like a bummer. Cause it's like, wow. I mean, yeah, it's been three or four years. So it's like, what did you think was going to happen? You had two kids, <laughs> but it's also like, wow, that's how quick it can change. Cause it had always been a part of my life. And now it's like, my body can't keep up like that. And it's just like, really like, I don't know. It's weird. It's foreign. So it's just kind of a bummer. Cause it's like, Oh, and sorry. you've always been good at it. And now yeah. you're like, like that was the one thing I was always, especially the fit part. Like I was always able, if I wasn't able to beat them with talent, I was able to beat them with like speed or just endurance overall. And so not being able to do that is just like, okay, all right. <laughs> what am and I working like, with here? <laughs> but it's like, you're coming to it as like, they're better than me. And maybe I was once better than them, but it's okay that they're better than me. No, totally. And yeah. and it's kind of fun too. It's, it's weird because I feel like I'm the same age as them, but I know I'm not, I know I'm at least a couple years older than them. Um, but I'm looking at them and thinking like, oh my gosh, like enjoy this now because like eventually you will have kids, your body will get weird and stuff. And I'm like super, it's fun to play with them because they're good. Like I'd rather play with them than other women like me who are like trying to get back yeah. into it, you know, but it's just a little humbling. Cause it's like, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, they might, they are going to be 23, 24, 25. I mean, that's, they might age. be the same age as me and that. Yeah, exactly. Which, yeah, I forgot I'm 25 now. That's weird. Um, and they might be thinking the same thing. Like, gosh, I wish I had kids and a husband. Right. Totally. And, and people are always <laughs> like, like grass, grass is grass always, is always greener. Yeah, yeah totally. exactly. Mm-hmm. But for the sake of the fact that we're meeting for soccer, it's just kind of like, and originally I was like, I'm just not going to go in and mention that I have kids or anything. And now I've mentioned it a couple of times. So I'm like, that's why guys, sorry. I'm, I had two kids. <laughs> so I, I just can't keep up. I'm so sorry. <laughs> uh, my <laughs> pelvis has shifted since yeah, last like, time I ran are in different positions that's the other weird thing that I don't even think about because I'm just like I've always run in this body I've always played soccer in this body so it knows what it's doing it knows how to do it right and then when it doesn't Wrong. and you like factor in yeah <laughs> we don't remember <laughs> um not computing not pass, go and collect a hundred dollars um yeah it's just weird but it is what it is so What's your heck no? My headgear. <laughs> your headgear? You got headgear now? <laughs> I need headgear at this point. <laughs> My heck no is that what just happened. I'm brain dead. I've been working so <laughs> much, which is also heck yes, because work is just blowing up. But um, my real heck no is that the number one killer of people in Kentucky is deer. <laughs> and like, <laughs> Megan, stop laughing, like getting Sorry. hit getting hit by a deer oh 
like car you just crashes. Said it. Okay, okay. Well, I wouldn't be laughing if I would have thought car crash immediately. Wait, I just what do you mean? Like you're just stampeding you in your yard? <laughs> I don't know. You just said the number one killer in Kentucky of people is deer. And I'm like, what? <laughs> what kind of deer do you have over there? <laughs> I didn't. I did not instantly think of car crashes. Sorry, I should have. I had. I would have been like, oof, that sucks. Yeah, that's so terrifying. Like, you really have to think about what time of the day you're driving. Like, I have a flight home um, from the airport, and it's going to be at night. And it's like, oh, maybe I don't go home that night because it's a two-hour drive, and it's in the dark. So, mm. like, maybe that's I'll get a hotel worst, for another night. You can never because- tell. Yeah, oh, it's I like looked, dangerous. I looked at the number one killer of people in Alabama. It's heart disease, so it's the fried chicken. But um, okay, I was gonna say maybe it's the deer here too because every time I drive at night, I'm like scanning, always mm-hmm. because you never they'll just jump out and you don't know. So Luckily, you have a truck. Yeah, I have a truck, and MythBusters did this whole episode on like if you actually speed up, is it safer? And it is if you speed they fly up, over, right? Yeah, they either fly over or fly to the side. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's safer to just if you see it, speed up if you can't swerve. Yum. But even when you are swerving, it's like you don't know where the deer is gonna go. Right, right. You might as well just full steam ahead in your lane so yeah. you don't at least crash another car or something coming on. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's like when wow. you're on a jet ski and there's a big wave coming up, you actually speed up to cut through the wave. Yeah. Do yeah. you jet ski often? I've had my moments of flying off jet skis. <laughs> I've never been on one, so I don't know. Really? Really. Add that to my list of never have I ever. Yeah. Right next to the concerts. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. All right. Yeah. So um, sad. So it's well, saving our lives. <laughs> <laughs> What's saving our life right now? Before we jump in, Megan, you want to talk about Catholic Company's coffee brand? Oh my gosh. Yes. They have, it's kind of like a fun way to live liturgically as an adult, especially if you're just like a young adult and you don't have kids yet. Cause it's easy to kind of live liturgically with kids and you do like fun arts and stuff related True. to like the holidays or the seasons or saints or whatnot. But as a young adult, this is kind of a fun way to do that. It's called Catholic coffee. Um, so, and you're inspired by the lives of the saints and energized by the coffee. So they have these coffee brand, like each coffee bag is based off of a different saint and they're different flavors for that reason. So it's like, there's like a sleepy time one and it's uh St. Joseph sleeping and it's decaf. Um, <laughs> there's, I mean, there's all, there's a St. Patrick's Irish cream one. It's really fun too, because they just have, we just celebrated St. Therese's feast day and the Archangel's yeah. feast day. And they have both a St. Therese and a St. Michael, the Archangel one as well so I was just like oh my gosh that'd be such a fun way to like intertwine that into your morning routine or into your daily life and even um, St. Therese's hers is a light roast and I light roast is best for espresso okay and tell us sell, more because I don't drink coffee but yeah yeah light roast what I've done my research on is that yeah it's best for espresso so which is random you'd think it was dark roast but they have whole beans, which is awesome because I usually buy my blonde roast from Starbucks, but it's just, it's like the same price. Right. And in I this one, you're supporting. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Exactly. Yeah. You can get it whole bean or you can get it ground. Um, but I just think it's super, it's a super cute take on coffee, pairing yeah, it up with things and things like that. So and there's great gifts. Yeah. Yes. Super good gifts. Um, subscriptions are also possible, which 
I feel like would be really ideal for someone like Avery who just eats coffee like it's going out of style. So it's just always popping up on your door and you don't have to add it to your shopping cart at the store or anything like that. Um, but use code HEC15, HEC15 for 15% off um, and the links to them and everything are in our show notes. So check them out. Perfect. Catholic coffee. Love them. All right. So what's saving your life right now? These can be like deep things or not deep things. Um, but maybe we'll just kind of go back and forth. So one of the things that are saving my life right now are these little white, pink, and gold teacups that I found at a vintage Mm -hmm. store and I drink my cappuccinos in them. I think I have one right here. Here it is. Can you see it, Meg? Okay, that's adorable. That would make my life too. Yeah, and I've just been like drinking my morning cappuccino so in them, cute. and I look forward to it. So that's like one of the little things in the morning where I'm like, "Yep, that is saving my life right now." Yeah, that's cute. I like that a lot. Um, as far as like food and stuff goes, crockpots and Hello Fresh meals are saving saving my life right now they have been for the past like two months so they haven't gone out of style recently but um just having the crock pot started in the beginning of the day and then coming Mm -hmm. to the end of the day and the kitchen's already clean and dinner's already made it's like what kind of life are we living this is amazing um and then the same thing is with hello fresh i already know i have everything i need for that meal i just pull it out i have the recipe right there i have exactly what i need and almost always it's a recipe that's just like super new and different from what I would ever make. And so it kind of adds variety to what we eat and both the crock pot and HelloFresh cut down on decision fatigue for me, which is great, especially now that I'm a mom. So those have been saving my life recently. Do you use the crock pot like films kind of thing? So you don't have to clean out the crock pot then? I didn't know that was a thing. Yeah. You can get them at any store. Target probably has them, whatever, but yeah, like a shower cap that you wrap around essentially. And so you don't even have to clean out the crock pot. Yeah. That's my least favorite thing. My crock pot is still in the sink downstairs, quote unquote soaking. So yeah. Oh yeah. I love to soak stuff. I love a good soak. (laughs) love a good soak. (laughs) Yeah. There's a shower cap. Shower Shower cap for my crock pot. Mm -hmm. Love that. Um, Heck yes to that. I guess these are all heck yeses as well. (laughs) True, but they're like, yeah, I mean, I guess they are heck yeses. Well, whatever. That's on brand for us. So carry on. Yeah. Um, (laughs) My fireplace, I've been lighting it every morning. And I guess a heck no is probably my gas bill this month. Oh, yeah. That's so we'll see that TBD. (laughs) But I'm like, is it more money to turn the heat on or is it more money to just turn the fireplace on for an hour to heat up the house. Mm, I don't know. But also turning the heat on, like what's the payoff? You know what I mean? Like, am I paying just, is the difference just a couple dollars? Because when I turn the fireplace on for an hour, I get a whole experience. Right. That's worth those extra dollars. Yeah. I have no idea how much an hour of a gas fireplace is costing me. But hmm. we will find out in two months because cool, the, cool. Circle the gas bill is like two <laughs> months. Yeah. Okay. So TBD on that, but right. loving it. Um, I'm glad you figured out how to use it because that was one of the things that's been saving my life right now is because we bought so much wood, we can just be like nonchalant about starting fires whenever we want because it's not gas or anything. It's like a real wood fire. So you just throw the wood in there and you light it and then 
you just keep it lit all day. You just keep throwing wood on it. And it's so cozy and nice. And you just hear it crackling all day while you're like hanging out with the girls or doing doing dishes and you turn around and oh. your like living room's all cozy and you're like, oh, that's right. Kind of feel a little bit like a pioneer woman when you go out to pick up your wood and throw it back on the fire, like you're gonna make soup over it and you're totally Megan not. Megan's like churning butter in the back <laughs> while breastfeeding, hand breastfeeding her child. Hand breastfeeding whatever what that, that looks like. like. <laughs> homemade breastfeeding. No, I am gonna start making homemade um baby food, like baby puree stuff. Oh yeah. I see that. Okay. When I, I nannied for this family and what they did actually, it was brilliant. They made it and they put it in ice cube trays, stuck it in the freezer. And then when they were ready, they just put a one cube in the microwave, one cube of carrot and one cube of spinach or whatever. Okay. I saw on Pinterest as I was pinning things, one of the like graphics was like baby pureed food in an ice train. I was like, well, I'm so confused. Why? Because it's that portioned out. It's portioned out sense. and you just pop a cube in. And that's and it. I was, it, 10 I was seconds, over here thinking seconds. that I needed to go get jars or something, but I have yeah. ice cube trays. Oh my gosh. Okay. Mm-hmm. This is great. Mm-hmm. Now you could probably put in jars and then refill the trays. Right. Right. But yeah, it was cool. brilliant. It was so easy for me. She would just write down like two, two cubes, a green one cre- cube of orange. Right. Great. <laughs> nice. Especially because okay. you have a nanny now. So yeah, it's like, also super helpful. That's so clutch. Yeah. Cool. Mm-hmm. We love okay. That. So love that you're starting that. Um, my, another thing that's saving my life right now okay. is this Psalm verse and it's Psalm 126, five. Okay. And it says those who sow with tears will reap with songs of joy. I'm like, not thinking about it. Like I knew this verse existed, but then Marilis X nun on the run had put it on her story. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I forgot about this verse. It's so good. Cause I'm never really one to just like crack open the Psalms. I love, like, if I'm going to mm-hmm. read, open up the Bible, I'm rereading through gospels. Um, but yeah, those who sow with tears will reap with songs of joy. And it just kind of like explains my season of life right now. <laughs> I love that. I, yeah, that's one of those things that you remember exists, but then when it like hits you when you're in that moment mm-hmm. and it like just it hits you a certain way and you're like, well, yep, clinging to this for a while. Thank you. That, needed mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, on the flip side, I've been, I don't know if it's been safe. You know what? Yeah. I'm going to say it's been saving my life. I was having a conversation with Claire from Finding Philothea the other day, and we were talking about like marriage and motherhood and all this stuff. And we got to talking about like phones and time on our phones and boundaries with our phones as far as our families and kids and work goes because it's just like hard when you work from home and your work is on your phone but your kids are at home too and everything's at home and so Mm -hmm. (laughs) we were talking about sloth and it it's a deadly sin um and she was like I don't know I just really started to pay attention to it and dig into like what is sloth And it's a sadness of the spirit or a sadness of the soul. So it has something to do with your relationship with Christ, typically, like what is standing in the way of that, that you're avoiding Mm -hmm. it and um, resorting to sloth or laziness. And so I was like, wow, okay. So for the past like couple days, sloth has just been at the forefront of my mind. Anytime I like sit down and just start scrolling, sometimes it's in the middle of the day when the girls are awake, which I hate to say, but it's just reality because it's like, okay, I just need a second to like mentally go somewhere else. And so I'll just sit and scroll for a second. And then I'm like, what am I doing? What am I doing? 
And it just made me really question like, okay, what, what's standing in the way of my relationship with God right now? Like, what am I avoiding with him? And it's in turn looking like me avoiding laundry or dishes or whatever else. So it's been saving my life. And the fact that it quite literally, if I were going to die is going to save my life because I don't want to have that deadly sin in my life, but it's also just been a lot better. Um, my attitude has been a lot better. My efficiency and productivity has been a lot better, Mm -hmm. um, with it at the forefront of my mind. So it is a really good point you bring up. And honestly, it's typically directly related to prayer because the Mm. main reason why at least me is why I don't give the time that prayer deserves sometimes is because of sloth. Mm. Yeah. It's not like we could say all day, like, Oh, I just like need to reprioritize, reprioritize. It's like, "Mm, maybe, Mm. (laughs) but probably not. It's, (laughs) I think for me, at least right now, there's a little bit of bitterness towards God. I didn't really plan on talking about this, but I don't mind talking about it is because there was like a light of like, maybe we'll get kicked out because we stood our ground in our convictions. By the way, of the military. Of, of the military. So yeah. sorry. Yeah. I guess I assume that everyone knows. <laughs> um, because because of the, the COVID mandate. vaccine, they yeah. didn't get it. And sorry, yeah. back up for people who are new. Yeah. Sorry, sorry, sorry. We denied it. We sent in an exemption, all the things. We're waiting to hear back from it. And then all of a sudden they started backtracking and saying, oh yeah, this isn't um, constitutional. Like we can't be kicking people out over this. And so for a second, it felt like, like prior to meeting Avery, I told God I wasn't going to marry someone who's in the military because I was done with the military. That's all I'd ever known my whole life. And I didn't want that for myself or my kids. But then I met Avery and he was too good to be true. And I just knew like, there was just like a piece too about it. Like, yeah. no, this is who I'm supposed to marry, whether I like the military or not. Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, yeah, mm-hmm, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We both kind of have a little bitterness towards the military. Um, And so then I was just like, okay, well, I know the military life, like this is fine. We got this. But then as it went on and then as we had kids and everything, it became a whole thing again of me wrestling with God. Like why, like why this, I, this is why I didn't want the military. We never see him. My kids never, the girls never see him. He doesn't get to see us. Like this is just a whole toll on our family and our marriage that like, what, why, why would you want this God kind of thing? And explain. Cause like, he's going to college right now through the military, but he also has military duties on top of yes, college then. on top of college. Yeah. And so, and it's the first time where his job doesn't stop when he leaves work. You know what I mean? Like his schoolwork comes home, his studying comes home, his military jobs prior to this were packing parachutes and jumping out of planes. He didn't bring that home. When he came home, he was home and that was it. Um, if he is, there's problem. No, <laughs> he's just packing parachutes and jumping off the roof. No. Um, And so it's just been a, it's been a whole lot. And so when we felt convicted to say, no, we don't want to get the shot. And we went through the whole process and we're like, okay, this like might be a little tough as far as finances go for a little while, like who knows, but we stuck with it. I started to see like a light at the end of the tunnel kind of thing where I was like, okay, maybe God's now rewarding our faithfulness to him in this and now they're backtracking on it and saying no you're not going to get kicked out anymore and it's like well what the heck man so I think truly that that's where a lot of my bitterness is coming from or like my relationship with God is like kind of struggling right now and where sloth is coming in but anyways this is a whole long round no but honestly that's typically what happens like when you're upset about something Mm -hmm. you avoid feeling the actual feeling of it 
but yeah. a prayer is where you feel the actual feeling of it. Yep. And so yes. in order to numb that you avoid prayer, which is in itself sloth. sloth. Yep. Right. And yeah. even if you look at it, like, yeah, I could go to daily mass more and I could use as not liking a parish around me as an excuse yeah. But actual, the factor is I could wake up at five 30 and instead of baking the lemon loaf, I could go to 6am mass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So yeah, the, no, that's like a really good thing to talk about. I mean, yeah, I, I totally get it. I mean, I get the human instinct to like avoid, I haven't even been able to watch my wedding video since Patrick deployed in the spring. Yeah. So, yeah. Like, I get avoiding everything yep. avoidance, <laughs> which is like, okay, whatever therapist listening, that this is not healthy, but it's like your body, <laughs> your body will naturally do what it needs to do to be to able preserve. to preserve energy and to survive. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's well, saving your life. Uh, well, compared to that, everything sounds stupid. <laughs> okay, next- but we need to go back into like, you know, like relatable thing. I mean, obviously, sloth is probably very relatable, but like this, this is a little theologically deep here. So we're going to uh-huh. swing back the other way. Okay, so I balance. have these lanterns outside that have LED Love. candles in them. <gasps> Are they like just- solar? Um, no, they're not. So I do have okay. solar ones around my fence, but these, they're with battery, but they're okay. like LED and you, I like set them out and you, there's this thing where you can click a button that says like on a timer. So whenever you put it on at night, it stays on for four hours, then turns off. And every 24 hours later, every 24 hours, it turns on that exact time you first turned it on. <gasps> where yeah. did you get these? Can you link these Kirkland's? Oh my god! I bet they I have it. They're on sale right now. I got mine okay. two big ones for like under 40. What? Yeah. Lanterns are always so expensive that I love I know. them. So I always try to. That's why them. I waited. I was going to buy them in the spring. And then I was like, mm, they'll eventually, they're not going to sell them around Christmas time. Wow. So, yeah. They're I awesome. That. So I love like driving up to my house at night and seeing, seeing like lanterns. my whole like fence lit. <laughs> right. And then like the lanterns in the front. It's such Aww. a cute look. So that, that is bringing me a lot of joy. Um, yeah. What about you? I love that. Um, Two albums that I just found. One of them is new and one of them, I guess, is a couple years ago. And I'm like, how did I not ever see this? The first one is Gregory Allen Isakoff. Isakoff? I don't know how to say his last name. He does, like, he redoes all of his songs with the Colorado Symphony. Oh, cool. Amsterdam specifically is the song that I just have on repeat right now. But it's so beautiful because he's kind of got like a folky, I don't know, voice. But then he also pairs it with like a full-on symphony and it's just so cool. And every, I mean, yeah, it's very neat. And it's very much a fall vibe in my opinion. The other one is, I don't know if it's supposed to be like a cool way to write juke. Mm -hmm. J-V-K-E. He has a whole new album out um, and it's also been on repeat. And he also, there's a lot more violent, like classical music intertwined into like, pop and it's really cool it's so cool I love it I'm like I don't know if this is like a new thing going on but Gregory's album is like a couple years old so I'm like maybe it's not a new thing maybe I've just been living under a rock I don't know but I love finding old albums like new like new albums to me to me but they're old yeah Yeah. I just love finding especially when you find 
like a whole album that's like pretty good and you can put it on shuffle and it's just like mm-hmm. oh, this is good. taylor swift's <laughs> new album will be coming out in a few weeks oh yeah and i'm her- hoping her album is very much like her red album or her mm-hmm. lover album because those were like so, so good to just like put on repeat and like fall vibey albums mm-hmm. um but i also go through phases of when i listen to music and when i don't same like there's certain like there's like months where I don't like find any new music and I never touch Spotify and then there's other months where it's like every single day I'm like putting on my there's this thing on Spotify where it's called discover weekly and it brings Mm -hmm. new songs to like a playlist that you might like and I'm always like you know weekly Monday morning doing my discover weekly to see if I like any songs they suggested (laughs) you know yeah Yeah, same I feel that that's cool okay I'm gonna have to check them out after this um it's j-v-k-e all caps j-v-k-e all caps so i don't know if i don't know it's either or juke but with a v to look cool oh yeah i don't know i'm not sure we'll see um (laughs) another thing that's saving my life right now is these like mini skinny like thin mini boneless chicken breasts breasts from aldi and there's like 12 in a pack and they're like really like thin and cute and petite. And I just like pop two on the stove, chop it up and then put it in a salad. And I do my salads with like, there's this, um, typically I get this like green mixture where it's arugula, spinach, and then cilantro. Mm. And I put that, put the chicken, cucumber, feta or blue cheese, croutons, and then olive oil and vinegar. Mm. Mm, 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 yeah. That with the side of lemon loaf baby that that is it (laughs) that is the spot um one of the other things saving my life right now in regards to food is trying all kinds of new recipes with food that we need to get rid of I think shelf timber kind of like spiraled me into this but I'm like okay I'm not throwing out old fruit anymore I'm not throwing out old veggies anymore like I'm going to use what I buy because one it's a money saver and two it just doesn't feel right to just throw stuff out because it's like oh I never got to it freaking plan better I don't know (laughs) so Uh I'm trying to do that and it's great because you can just Pinterest like pear recipes and it's like oh you could do a pear crisp and all of a sudden I've made a pear crisp and it tastes really yummy or we have canned artichoke hearts so I'm like what the heck do you do with canned artichoke hearts and turns out you can like put parmesan cheese on them and like breadcrumbs and all this stuff and pop it in the oven and it's like pretty good and I'm like okay I would never figure this stuff out otherwise but it's yeah. fun to use what you already have before it goes bad or before mm-hmm. you just go and buy a whole nother like menu for the week. Right. So, right. Yeah, oh, I love that you're nice. doing that and getting in the yeah. habit of that. Yeah. I do like artichokes, spinach, artichoke dip, always super good. Mm, um, love that. Yeah. Um, one thing is I have, I haven't used it yet, but my dad and brothers for early birthday present gifted me an air fryer. And I'm super excited because it's like a high tech one where you can actually see, like see, see through it? the window what's going on. Oh my gosh. So um, and I don't have a microwave, so it's kind of fun to have something mm-hmm. like that. Um, so I'm excited to like make sweet potato fries and like Yum. salmon and, you know, all the things in it. So I'm going to crack it open this weekend after I get back from DC and see get what I cooking. can do with it, what I can whip up. <laughs> 
Um, okay, so before we jump in to some more and then some voicemails, I wanted to talk about Hollow. So Hollow is an audio guided Catholic meditation and prayer app. And I'm sure you've seen, you know, stuff about Headspace or Calm, those apps, but this is for prayer. And it has so many, so many, so many different things. And I think what I've been talking about the last few weeks is that I've been learning the rosary in Latin. Hit us with it. Megan's laughing. I'm like, let's go. Let's hear it. (laughs) But the thing is like, I say it. So Megan wants me to say the Hail Mary in Latin. Mm -hmm. But the thing is, I say it with the voice. So I probably don't pronounce anything correctly, but I'll just... Anyways, how so, many of us do you think are praying in Latin? None of us can like, I have nothing maybe. to gauge this against. I mean, maybe, but okay. probably not. <laughs> okay. So the, the Hail Mary in Latin, cause I've been saying, having the rosary played in Latin to me every day okay. and it's, um, Ave Maria, Grazia Plente, Dom- Plenta, Domines, Tecum, Benedicta tu, Mumuletibus. Um, 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 Benedictus fructus ventris tui Jesus, Sancta Maria, Matre Dei, ora pro nobis peccatoribus, nunc et in ora mors nostre. Amen. That was so good. Can we remember when you mispronounced bonjour like drastically? I don't remember what you said, but it was very wrong. <laughs> and now you can do the whole Hail Mary in Latin. Guys, this is the importance of repetition and consistency. I'll get there. It will sound cuter in a month. So give me a month and we'll try again. (laughs) It'll sound Instagrammable (laughs) in a month. Because here's the thing. They have the actual words written out that will go with the audio, but I just play it and I don't look at the words. So this month I'm going to start looking at the words while it's played. So then Mm -hmm. I can actually understand the pronunciation. Got it. Yeah. So, and I might play it slower because you can choose how fast you want to play it. So, oh yeah. You're probably on two times speed or something. Yeah. I am. I'm like, got it. Got it. Yep. Tracking. (laughs) Tracking. So yeah, you can actually get a three month free trial at www.hollow.com slash what in the dang heck three months free. And it will give you a link to download the app and we just love hollow. I do. So next saving your life. Me? Okay. Yeah. I'll go. Um, I just had a boneless chicken moment. So, (laughs) (laughs) oh, true. But then, yeah. Anyways, um, I have local weddings coming up too this month actually. And I wasn't, I wasn't super excited about them postpartum, like early postpartum. Uh, CC knows I was like what do I do do I just quit my life and quit my job because I just can't do anything besides raise children these days she's like no don't do that and I was like okay and now I'm really glad I didn't do that I was like don't think about it because like nothing makes sense right now yeah (laughs) like please don't make any drastic life decisions that's like when moms go and dye their hair pink like a couple weeks after they have a kid because they're just like I need I can't (laughs) like they just I'm a different woman (laughs) yeah yeah um so thankfully I did not, uh, quit my life and jobs and I have two weddings that are local this month. And I'm just really excited because they're local, which is such a blessing. I don't have to get on a plane. I don't have to leave my family and my kids. Um, and one of them, I was just informed this past week when I was on the phone with the bride is a Latin mass wedding. 
And I'm so pumped. I've literally never, I've been to Latin mass twice. I photographed Mm -hmm. one of them for an ordination for a priest. And the other one I went to, it was just not a good experience, but I've wanted to go back. And now I get to photograph a Latin mass wedding. And I'm like, okay, add that to the portfolio. Yeah. Wait, where's where's a local Latin mass? So it's up uh, two and a half hours away. So I guess okay, it's local not, yeah. as in like not really, but I don't have to get on a plane. So yeah. it's local. Oh my gosh. You should look up. Yeah. I think there's like a photography page there called is. like Latin, Latin mass, mass photography. photography. Yeah, and I follow them. They're so good. So then you they can get some, work. you know, They're ideas because so. it's different, you know? It is. I'm so, so pumped. So uh. that's what's saving me because it's like, I'm looking forward to it because it feels, it feels realistic with my season of life while also still very much something that I love to do and a creative outlet for me. So uh-huh. it's, like it's saving, it's saving me. Oh, I love that. I love that. So there are two scents from Bath and Body Works that are really saving me right now. Ooh, tell me. Um, one of them ever. Yeah. Me neither. And I went, I was like, Oh, so cute. One of them is called flannel. Okay. Yeah. Really yummy. It kind of is like a pine, like creaminess to it and then the other one I can't exactly remember the name but you probably heard of like mahogany teak wood yes it smells like hot guy well this is like an apple mahogany teak wood and it's just like a combination of everything amazing Mm -hmm. so I have like the room sprays and the candles of each because they had like this big sale going on and yeah, I'm just like really enjoying them right now. <laughs> I just love candles so much. It's really yeah. hard for me to go to any store and not just buy a candle. I have a whole stack of like six candles and I'm always putting stuff there. I'm like, oh yeah, this is to replenish my other candles. Like I don't need, I don't need more candles. Yep. But I you feel need more no, candles. we always need more candles because you can always mm-hmm. go through them, but then I want to savor my candles. So because you don't want them to be. <laughs> yes. Because here's the thing. You never know when you're going to find that scent again. Exactly. And you're it's like, fleeting. I need to save this for the perfect occasion. It's <laughs> always fleeting. I'm like, oh. Yeah. It really makes you realize like the little things. It's the little things. Yeah. <laughs> I have this one from, it's like Magnolia, the Target brand from mm. last fall. And I still have it. I like did half of it last fall and I haven't let it this fall. Cause I'm like, what if I want it for next fall? <laughs> <laughs> how do I make this like work three years in a row <laughs> I know because it's like cute and big and orange oh so, yeah it's like a five wick one you know yeah and those burn extra quick because there's five wicks I know just lights on fire and goes bam gone yep so, yep that's that. any any other things <laughs> um the last one that I that is saving my life it's been saving my life for the past year but I didn't realize how rare it was is double wide sidewalks Oh, we have them throughout our neighborhood. And it's so nice because I can push the stroller and Carrie can walk or ride her little like push pedal bike yeah. right next to me without one of being us ahead. being ahead or behind or whatever. I mean, I know having a sidewalk in general is really nice because there's quite a couple neighborhoods around here that just don't even have a sidewalk. Yeah. But having a double wide one is just like this. This sidewalk was made for a family neighborhood. This Heck yes. Yeah. Oh, love them. I love that. Yeah. Dang. Um, okay. The other thing, yeah, I kind of mentioned this that is saving me particularly because it's keeping me so busy and I'm not thinking about Patrick mm. is that not that I'm not thinking about Patrick, but it keeps <laughs> my mind busy. <laughs> Just, you know, um, save yourself. <laughs> yeah. Work is like totally blowing up and, you know, I don't know if I kind of mentioned this on my Instagram, but 
I, I'm like a co-founder of a, a consulting agency. And so we go into companies and we help with their retention rates among women. Yeah. Through like helping with burnout. And so that's like what takes up my time full-time um, is going into companies and helping with that. And then um, also like beauty counter just had their holiday stuff come out. So I'm like trying to prepare for black Friday because there's oh so gosh, much to do with that. And I send out like mailers and samples and like, you know, I send out cute little thank you cards and it's just fun. So, um, so yeah, I'm just getting ready for all that goodness all and stuff. Yeah. It's just keeping me busy. There's always more to do and, um, I'm busier than ever. And also save me right now is just emailing Patrick. So yeah. Patrick paragraphs upon paragraphs. So, <laughs> so yeah, have a book, have a book yeah. written for you by the end of all of this, just copy and paste the emails. I know literally I could, I saved them all. Maybe I'll be able to like print them out or something. Yeah. So that's, what's, what's been saving me. But, um, before we jump into voice, a few voicemails, Meg, you want to talk about the little Catholic? Yes. Um, also what's saving me is they have beautiful Marian studs that are oh, new. Yeah. I'm check those out. I'm wearing them right now. You can you kind oh, of they're see. circular kind they're of like, they're, they're like a diamond sort of. Yeah. yeah. They're really cute. They have Mary on the inside and then like a bunch of diamonds oh. are on the outside and they're just intricate and sparkly and dainty. They're dainty. Yeah. They're cute. Um, but they're also like big enough this is like something I think about at least they're big enough that you can tell I'm wearing earrings. Like they have enough impact without being a full on dangle or a hoop. Mm-hmm. So I just really appreciate it. So they have those and they're new. They have a couple different ones. Um, and you can use code heck 20 heck two zero for 20% off, which is a very, very generous discount. Um, biggest, one of the biggest discounts she ever gets. Offers, yeah. Her, yeah. For her jewelry. So you guys should check it out because I'm seeing them at Megan's ear, but you need to see them. So, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I can't give you guys a live view of my earlobe. Or no, what would that be? Would that be my earlobe? Yeah, yeah. we want to see inside your ear canal. No, you don't. <laughs> <laughs> All right, voicemails. So Let's go. this one is from one of Megan's best friends and <laughs> we're going to play this. All right, here we go, Annie. <laughs> Hi guys, it's Annie. Um, I was just listening to your life hack podcast. I'm not done with it yet, but Cece was just talking about like getting a box from the shelf and using that as like a bag. Um, and there were no carts when I walked into Walmart. So I was like, oh, I'll just use a box like Cece said. So I went and grabbed like a paper towel, um, box and used it for all my groceries. So. Just thought I would let you know. Thanks for the life hack. Bye. <laughs> At Walmart. She is innovative. She's innovative. She's going the next level. And here's what's funny too is I was listening to it and I was like, hey, my name's Annie, or this is Annie. And I was just like, yeah, yeah. And then I was like, wait, this is Annie Annie. This is my best friend from high school. What the heck? Because <laughs> <laughs> like this voice sounds really familiar. And then I backtracked and I was like, Meg duh. Like <laughs> But yeah. we know Annie. <laughs> yeah, I was like, we like no know, know her. Like we yeah. really know her. Um, it's also funny that she said there were no carts at Walmart because that has been a reoccurring event here. 
Where are they going? Alabama. I don't know if this is like a thing. They just don't pick them up from the cart lots. So you like get out of your car and you walk all the way in and it's like, there's no cart. So then you walk back out into the parking lot and you pick up a cart and then you'll walk back in. Maybe they got rid of that job. Maybe they did. Because of the fake inflation. That's real, but the government's saying it's fake. Yep. Yeah. They cut that out. Snip that. Snip, snip, snip. Snip, snip. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So this voicemail, um, we're not going to dance around it. So we're going to play it. And I just would like to preface that we were asked. And so that we will respond. Yep. Honestly. So if you are going to get upset with how we respond, remember we that asked. this is A, our podcast, <laughs> and B, we were asked. <laughs> Good process. So, Here we so go. keep that in mind. Here we go. <laughs> Hi, Megan, Cece. Um, this is Anonymous. Um, just kind of wanted to know your guys' um, input or advice, I guess, on this topic. So I just got married a couple weeks ago, and... My husband and I, we really need to pray and think about if we are going to conceive or not um, in the next few months or so. My husband is just super worried because financially, like, we can't really afford it right now. Um, And then he said after having a kid, it's not about just us, like, in a marriage. It's more about the kid and He wants to have a little bit more time of just us, but I was just seeing what you guys um, thought. Any advice would help? I really want a baby. (laughs) Thanks, bye. I'm still writing notes. You're still writing notes? Does that mean Mm -hmm. I have to take it away or do we get away? Yeah, you can can take it away. Okay, well, I guess... You're the one that's that's produced and birthed (laughs) children. (laughs) true. We got married at 21 um, and got pregnant three months after we were married. And it was very known and apparent to both Avery and I before we were married that when we get married, we will be open to life and that we will be able to welcome life into our marriage instantly. Because... And I don't know if this was because, well, I don't know if it was because everyone and their mother was like, make sure to take your time and enjoy your time with each other and blah, blah, blah. And we were like, God never said that in the garden when he created man and man and woman. You don't say here, Adam, here is Eve and enjoy your time together and eventually make sure to have kids. It was go bear fruit and multiply. (laughs) Um, And we, yeah. Us being young and newly married and not being like, I don't know, you, you'll never be financially set because you'll always want more money or you'll find new ways to spend it or you'll whatever. You will always be too young or too old or whatever. Based the on devil that. will always convince yep. us of something yep. that we're not ready, that you're too young, that you're, yep. there's always going to be a reason exactly that you could come up with at any time. Yeah. And I will tell you too, there's, yeah, it's been hard because anything requiring this much sacrifice is hard, but it has been the most fulfilling, rewarding and um, enriching thing we could have ever done for ourselves individually and for our marriage as a whole. And we're only 25 and we've got two kiddos under our belt already. 
three charlie's up in heaven mm-hmm. but th- there's like nothing no job could make this better no trip to italy together could make our marriage better no amount of free time do we still miss those things do we still want more of those things sure absolutely but that's what we're working for towards in retirement like that's also time human. Is that's a that's yeah. a human tendency yeah. right yeah. materialistic tendency mm-hmm. yeah whatever you want to call it um there's nothing that replace. there is no other I, I think it was uh Mr. Santorum Rick Santorum that said this but there's no other career or thing in life that will put you in charge of a soul that Mm. you will co-create a soul on that you will and so when you think of it like that literally nothing else matters nothing else even comes close to the weight of another soul that you get to co-create with god and with the person you love most yes yeah exactly um so yeah and and I told Avery or told Cece, I would mention this too. Avery and I now we've got two girls. Um, and my cycle typically comes back around 10 months, Jeannie is six months. So we're always and we're always talking about it because it could always come back early, postpartum and FP and all this stuff is weird. But we're always talking about like, okay, next kid, like what are we, where are we at? What are we thinking? Because the church does say if you have a grave reason, like you you can avoid having sex during your fertile window but you can never avoid being open to life. Um, you just have to have a grave reason and you have to discern that with God and your spouse. There's, there's four reasons that the Catholic church gives with, that would be a grave reason to abstain from having a child. And it, it is in a uh, humana vitae, which was written in the sixties by Pope Paul, um, the sixth, the sixth. Mm-hmm. Paul the sixth and the four reasons are economic, physical, psychological, and social conditions. So if you don't have either of those one or all, whatever, at least yeah. one of those present, then the church, <laughs> right. The church says you don't have a grave reason to abstain from children. Um, and you know, people will look at this differently and say that, you know, you can interpret it differently or you're interpreting it wrong or whatever. But this interpretation, when I talk to people who interpret it this way, we interpret it this way, they, you feel the most freedom with this interpretation of this church teaching, the most joy and the most freedom, because the amount of trust you have in God is unparalleled to any other moment in your life. Mm-hmm. I can't think of anything that I have more trust in God about than he knows best when it's time to have children. Yes. Yep. And the thing is too, like going back to what Avery and I were talking about recently, heart, when Jeannie was born, it was like literally in the middle of Avery's finals and we didn't have family who was able to be there right away. We don't live, we live near my family, but they're teachers. So they can't just drop everything. Um, it just wasn't like, we didn't have people to just will come next door and help us out and like carry the burden for us so that Avery could get through finals. It was hard. It was one of the, and we're kind of still working through what that looked like and what that was for us and our marriage and stuff. And so naturally we're like, okay, like let's discern, but really like we're always open to kids. We're always open to life. The, and it's also one of those things that you don't get to make up in your mind. Mm, I'm not going to have a kid this year. I'll, we'll talk again in a year. 
It's like, no, 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 no. You are discerning and talking with your spouse every single, at the very least every single month, because that's typically a cycle length. Um, Avery and I have the conversation. If I want to back up here, Megan. So there's two distinctions, the way that we see this yeah, and the way that we believe the church sees this and most traditional Catholics is that NFP natural family planning, this whole, you know, the four grave reasons we talked about Mm -hmm. looks a lot different be when you get married before having children present in the marriage and after children are present after children are present, you have to take into account a third soul right? Yes. In like, what is their adjustment? Like, you know, mm-hmm. all of those things, is there any special needs? Do we, can we handle True. this? Da, 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 da. Right. So you're taking into account Good more point. than just your <laughs> selfish desires, right. Yes. Of like maybe yeah. not wanting a kid because, you know, you don't have the lifestyle you wanted to have or whatever that right. looks like, but before having children, how we believe it and how we believe the church actually teaches is that you should not enter marriage Unless mm-hmm. you are ready to have to children, children, why would you enter marriage if you were planning on abstaining from children when you just vowed on the altar that you were going to be fruitful and multiply? Yep. If one of the four reasons were present, one of the four grave reasons that would allow you to abstain per the church teaching, why were you getting married? Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, and it sounds, and this is why we prefaced the the voicemail with what we said, because it sounds like so harsh Mm -hmm. and it's like, well, because I love him and I want to spend the rest of my life with him and blah, blah, blah. And that's all great, well, and good. But God also says, if you love this person, you want to spend the rest of your life with them. You are called to be fruitful and multiply. And that is a part of your vocation with your spouse is in doing that. And And if you can't like answer that promise that you've made on the altar, then like, it's not I don't know how well, else. To okay. Say so it. it's, like it's, it's, it's just more free and more beautiful. The other way I was talking to a girl yeah. who she, she got married this year and her husband wanted to wait a few months before being, you know, being completely open. Okay. And she was kind of like torn about that, but she wanted to really trust, like show that she trusts his decision-making. Right. 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 But then after they got married and after, you know, they were able to like, do the sex, like (laughs) everything changed. And it was like, no, like this feels so wrong. Why are we like trying to abstain on our honeymoon out of fear of having children? We Mm -hmm. are like the amount of love we have. Why aren't we like living in this freedom of trusting whatever God has for us instead of being on the edge of like, no, not right now or whatever, or being scared or like, Mm -hmm. you know, all this fear surrounded around it or like, you know, not even conceiving on your wedding night. Like that is real ridiculous. Why is that a thing? I'm so confused. Mm -hmm. I see these NFP Facebook groups and it's like, you know, oh, I successfully like abstain on my wedding night. There's like hundreds of comments of girls clapping and like, you know, congratulating. I'm like, the full promise, up. the full vow that you've made isn't complete until you've had sex together after you've been married. I mean, it is backwards. I'm like, I, it's, that is living out of fear. Like yeah. wh- it just, it hurts me. Like it actually physically hurts me because I know how much freedom I feel and right. I want Same. that for everyone. Like I really do, especially like I don't have children to consider. Right. So I really do. It's like, it's the greatest feeling to have this amount of trust because everything else in your life, that trust with everything else, whether it's a job, location, whatever, it follows that radical trust as well. 
Yeah. And like everything yeah. changed for me because I used to see it as like, well, I could wait three years. It doesn't matter as long as I'm using NFP and not using right. birth control. Right. It doesn't matter, but it does matter. And it took mm-hmm. me a really, really, really long time to, it took two Easter's ago. It took like, it took like 90 days for me to like, actually, like I was really, really praying about it. I didn't want it to be true. I wanted to find a loophole. I wished it wasn't true because it's kind of like ignorance is bliss. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. Once I came to it, I was like, this is maybe the greatest like turning point in my prayer life. Yeah. Yeah. It might possibly be. Yeah. Because the radical trust you get and, and lean on God with your spouse, that trust is becomes parallel in every single other aspect of your life. It does. And he blesses it. He does. He blesses that trust, trust that you give him together as a couple tremendously. Mm -hmm. Um, and like you said, it's so freeing. Like, it's just like, God knew there's a mom that I follow who's Catholic. They homeschool. She's got seven or eight kids, Bell Road Beef. They used to be out in New Mexico. I don't know, but, or they Mm -hmm. are out in New Mexico, but, um, she was talking about, cause people ask her about her big family all the time. And how do you discern whether or not to have more kids? And she's like, God knows better than us who is missing from this family. And he knows exactly the yeah. kind of person, the kind of personality, the kind of talents, whatever that he wants to bless us with. So every single time we become pregnant with another kid, we are so, so excited because we're like, this is someone that God knew our family needed. God knew this family needed that personality from that kid, the quirks, the talents, the whatever that kid has to bring to the table. God knew that this family was going to greatly benefit from it and needed it. And it's just a complete gift to be open to that all the time. And I'm like, that's done deal sold. That's but how that, I'm viewing but kids that's not, the rest of my life. But that's not to say it's it's easy to receive the gift, right? Oh, no, like, not at all. If we were to get pregnant right now, we'd be screwed for France. Yeah, we, we you know what I mean. Like, yeah, we have a France trip. By the way, there's still a few spots open, so we'll talk about that later. But, um, but, but then again, it's like sacrifice is what we're called to do, and sacrifice is sanctifying. Mm-hmm. That's how we live. Exactly. Like, we cannot live out our faith without the cross. It doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. It doesn't make sense at all. And that's yeah. why I think not even just like go about what, but like why people are so miserable in the world is because they don't see a greater meaning to sacrifice. Yeah. They, they don't, there's no, there's no meaning to suffering for them. And like, what a disservice, how sad is that, you know? And yeah. And it's, I mean, people will say they can't afford, or it's not the right time, or it's not what they planned, or my husband doesn't want. And I'm sorry to say, like, it should have been a conversation prior to marriage. Yep. I agree. And And I also think, oh, so go ahead, finish. Oh, what I was going to say is like, what you can do is like, you really need, I don't know if you're Catholic. Um, but you should totally read Humanae Vitae with yeah. him if you are, um, and really pray about it together yeah. because yeah, the trust is, it's indescribable. Yeah, it is. And it's way more fun. Well, and I was going to say, you're kind of put in, um, it is, it is way more fun, but God's crazy how he designs it like that. Um, it's, you kind of put God in a box and tell him, oh, well, he couldn't he couldn't provide or he couldn't make it work or he couldn't give me the grace to get through this or he couldn't whatever, because it would be very easy for me right now. If I were to get pregnant to be like, are you kidding me? This is going to be insanity. Like three under three. It's okay to be upset, right? It's, it's totally okay to be upset, but it's not okay for me to avoid the possibility of that out of the assumption that God wouldn't 
take care of us, that God wouldn't know what he was doing. Like, it's not okay for me to assume Mm -hmm. that I could plan this better or that I could know this better. Um, so yeah. Yeah. We had a lot of, I mean, (laughs) even, you know, you want a baby that you need to listen to that. Yes. I was going to say that. I'm glad you circled back around. Yeah. Like that is something the most that naturally comes, yep. especially if you're Catholic and you receive the sacrament of marriage, mm-hmm. there is a reason why that's on your heart. That yep. comes with the sacrament Yep. <laughs> because yep, yep, the yep. sacrament allows you to be ready to receive a child. <laughs> that's part of the graces. Like yeah. that's not a random feeling that you desire it. Even if you feel that's crazy, we're not ready, whatever it is yet. Something in my stomach is stirring that I want a baby. It might not even make sense. And that's okay because it's literally just the grace of the sacrament and the grace of what marriage means and the grace of having sex within marriage, right? Mm -hmm. It's like you are literally renewing your wedding vows every single time you have sex as a married couple, as a Catholic married couple. And I know you talked about a little bit about your story, but like, I could not imagine the stress I would be feeling if the lifestyle I'm currently living with, you know, seeing Patrick for four months this year, um, first year we're married with this like lifestyle that God has put us in. I could not imagine stressing about, you know, like we can't have a kid yet. Like, yeah, we, I mean, it sounds like whether it sounds crude or not, like we would never be having sex. Yeah. (laughs) You could, you we couldn't, wouldn't, yeah, right, because it would be like too close of a call every single time I see you, or yeah, it's like I'm scared, like I'm not ready for, I can't raise a kid on my own, mm-hmm. like I'm so scared, we can't do it, like I'm living in fear, like you know, I'm always trying to like double check and triple check that I'm not ovulating right now, and like imagine the stress, I can't, I can't even imagine the stress I would be feeling, and it is so much more fun and so much more freedom when you just rely on God. And I know that whatever it is in our situation right now, like God, I'm not pregnant. So like that's what he wants. Right. God literally just, just to be frank, honestly, every single time I see Patrick, I don't have a cycle anymore. Every single time I get back home, to Kentucky when I'm gone, even if Patrick leaves and I'm still in Japan, I have a cycle. <laughs> so I would just like to say that in my instance, God is being very clear on his intentions. God's being cheeky. <laughs> He's being cheeky. He's being cute. <laughs> so all that to say, you are, it's actually funny at this point because it's so consistent in literally <laughs> And I'm sure there's many factors that go into it, like stress of traveling and whatever. But besides the point, just to be real, that uh, you share a little bit about your situation. That is my situation. And it just goes to show that like, if I was stressing, I would be stressing about nothing. Yep. (laughs) Yep. Instead of enjoying and making the most out of the time, minimal time with Patrick. And I will just say the amount of time since being married that we have heard from friends and people that Avery has worked with who don't believe in NFP, who use all sorts of forms of contraception, who use the pull-out method, who use condoms, birth control, who have literally had vasectomies, still get pregnant. You're going to tell me that like... (laughs) you, you know, like God's just like, that no, God doesn't exist. Right. Well, and I'm just going to say like that. He doesn't get to truth, truly control 
who is blessed with a kid when he blesses them with a kid. Like it's just happenstance. Like the people actually have it in full control themselves. No, they don't. No, they don't. <laughs> right. So I, don't I just had a friend who's having another child. She already has many children and <laughs> she literally like ovulated way early and she wasn't supposed to. And, and it's like, we were meant to have this child. Yeah. <laughs> this mm-hmm. was a part of the plan, you know? Yeah. Um, but that was a lot. Um, we don't like, we, we, we like mean well, we (laughs) mean well, and we're passionate about it because we know the freedom we feel. Right. Right. And I feel like you're robbing yourself of that freedom. Yep. Yep. It makes me sad. Yeah. It makes me sad too. It, yeah. It makes Avery and I sad. Mm -hmm. we'll have conversations about it all the time. Um, even, so. even like we'll have conversations, Patrick and I, when we see each other, like it will come up of just like, imagine like using contraception. Yep. Like you're like halfway. Yep. Making love. Right. So yep. with that, yeah, the same one, same conversation. Yeah. Sad. Real deal guys. God That's wants just, you to have the real not, deal. Yeah, exactly. Sex and children and marriage and stuff isn't supposed to be taken lightly or I don't know for lack of we'll figure it out when we're married or we'll you know yeah yeah. there's a whole depth to it that's like you've said multiple times already is that is very freeing Mm -hmm. and equal parts fun that's true I truly think that's part of the bless the blessing of God when you trust him with that he's just like this is gonna be fun for you this is gonna be A wild good ride. for your relationship yeah. it's gonna be yeah you're gonna have a fruitful filling relationship you're gonna have it's like that makes sense that that follows when you trust him with it yeah it's not a coincidence for Mm-mm. sure Mm-mm. yeah i feel that anyways well we will see you guys next week <laughs> we will hopefully, um, hopefully you guys come back <laughs> next week we're talking about our toxic trait so mm-hmm. if this comes out immediately call because we'll be recording a little bit after this podcast comes out live on monday yeah. But please send us in your toxic trait at 312-775-2615. And I wish we could have the guys on to just spread our toxic traits. Cause I'm sure they already know them. <laughs> I should ask Avery. I was just thinking about this topic the other day and I was like, oh, we need to do this. It was when I was, I think I was doing my makeup and I was using my broken eyeshadow pencil. And I was like, my toxic trait is that I use things until they literally disintegrate into ash. So um <laughs> okay I'm emailing Patrick and asking for his and I already know the number one thing he's gonna say but I really need to save it but it's so funny it's oh no so <laughs> funny because it's so me I'm so excited right. I know all right call in at 312-775-2615 please consider donating to our patreon and we'll see you next week on the what the dang hey podcast bye bye Thanks a ton for listening to the What in the Dang Heck podcast. Make sure you call our hotline, subscribe, leave a rate and review, and might as well follow us on Instagram while you're at it.